When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's very cool to be here right now with Dirty Streets from Memphis, Tennessee. What's happening? Hey, what's up? What's Howdy. up, man? I mean, I'm just happy to be here with y'all. Me too. Yeah. We got Justin, Thomas, and Andrew, right? right. Yes, sir. Man, how are y'all feeling today? Feeling good. great. Yeah. yeah. Just played a wonderful little set there. Thank you. Right here on this stage. Sounded good. Thank you. Yeah, the stage sounds great. Sounds great in here. Oh, thank so. you. Yeah, I like the atmosphere, the sound, and mm-hmm. pretty amazing. Feels good. It's easy yeah. in here. Well, that's good to hear. What was, uh, you know, what album were you mostly playing from today? Uh, most of the stuff was from our new album, Distractions, okay. that came out a few months ago. Um, and we played some songs from White Horse, our album that came out right before that. So, And is that your fifth album, Distractions? Yes. Wow. It is. You've come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Been a long We've dream. been through a lot. <laughs> yeah. And it feels, feels like it. I mean, yeah. you've evolved, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. We've evolved... As far as camaraderie goes, too, and chemistry, because when we started, we weren't really friends in the beginning. We just started playing music together and uh-huh. listening to music together, and I think that was something that was different than any band I'd been in before. Other bands I'd been in, it was friends that started a band. Yeah. And this band was different. It was friends that, it was guys that met yeah, started listening to music. Yeah. <laughs> not at all? <laughs> not really. Was it like you went to high school together or no, something no, like no, that? No. I met Thomas at a party at my house. I was playing in another band, and then he said, hey, I heard that you like blues rock and blues, and uh, we talked about Earl Burnside and Creedence Clearwater Revival, yeah. I think, was yeah. our first conversation, and he goes, I think uh, it would be cool to write songs like that, and I said, oh, I have some recorded, so I showed him my songs, and that was kind of it, and we had just met, I mean... Yeah, like, I'd, that's where <laughs> it started, pretty much. And we <laughs> automatically were playing together and practicing together maybe a few weeks later. Yeah. So it was fast. Just right to it. Mm-hmm. And when did you come into the picture, Andrew? Well, um, my father was uh, working with the casinos at the time, and this was like sometime in 06, and uh, we moved from Vegas to South Haven, Mississippi, and because uh, he works at Tunica. But anyway, uh, That's cool. I set my drums up, and I was practicing. And before I knew it, they were looking for a drummer. And they had a couple, but none of them worked out. And then all of a sudden, uh, Thomas was like to Justin, hey, I hear this you know, guy down the street playing drums, but, you, you know. You just hear him. Yeah. Let's, I, like, let, walked you know. out one day and just heard drums. Like, yeah. I'm going to ask this guy. Yeah, and uh, he, uh, he swung by the house one time, but it was my brother who was outside. And uh, he asked about him, and he's like, yeah, it's my little brother. And uh, he ended up stopping by and showed me some of the demos. And, hell, I was 16. I didn't have anything going on at the, yeah. on at the time. So I was like, yeah, let's give it a try. And then started practicing with him. And then. I was like, heck yeah, because at the time I was a big metal head. And, uh-huh. I mean, I loved rock, don't get me wrong, but at the time I was looking for some metal, you know. I was like, yeah, give me some thrash. And then yeah. I realized it's not going to happen where I live. So I ended up jamming with these guys, which worked out, because I like playing what I play now than, you know, going fast every night or anything. Yeah, you get to throw a little bit of that in there, too, yeah. some mm-hmm. of the fills. I guess it's, yeah, it's an inevitable yeah. part of my background. So. Yeah. A little fancy word. He <laughs> sort of dropped out of the sky, in my opinion, because we had gone through a bunch of drummers, and Thomas kept saying, Maybe I should just ask that guy. I've heard him playing out the window because we practiced at Thomas's mom's house, uh-huh. and 
Andrew had moved in three houses over, so we could hear him, but I was just going, man, I'm not going to ask some random guy, hey, you want to come play drums in our band? Right. And Thomas convinced me that it was a good idea, and it actually worked, so... The odds are, you know, <laughs> pretty yeah. crazy right there. I'm glad they could have been like a 40-year-old like single man just playing drums. I had no idea. Yeah. And we didn't even know if he would like the same type of music as us. That was my main thing. Is, right. Okay, what are the chances this guy would play with us and also likes the exact same music and we have the same taste? So it was kind of a strange, serendipitous thing, you know? Yeah. And it kind of molded, too, because, I mean... The more we talked, the more we found music together, and we, we met other people who introduced us to music, and we kind of just grew from that. So it's kind of worked out in that way since we were kind of like virgin ears to a lot of the music and influences we have now. So it was kind of cool that we were able to, like, as we grew, grow, like, musically and together, you know, and I feel that helped our chemistry out and everything, and mm -hmm. I really enjoy it. And it's grown now. I mean, you guys started in Memphis, mm -hmm. and yeah. your reach now is... Would you say international? I mean, we've toured in Europe, yeah, and that was really great. Um, it was good for us because we've we've had a lot of fans over there. Honestly, since the first album, really, we released independently, people just latched on, especially in Spain and Germany. And I was mailing albums over there even back then. So we finally got over there a, a little bit back, and uh, it was good to just meet all these people. It blew my mind because I met these guys in Germany and I, I met people in Spain that had our albums for years and were waiting for us to come over there. So Funny. it was yeah. <laughs> they had like every part. album. They had like photos of us. <laughs> yeah. They wanted us to sign. Yeah, they had all kinds of uh, memorabilia almost that they had made. Some of them had shirts that I didn't know existed. You know, yeah. stuff like that. So it was cool. <laughs> So you would actually send hard copy CDs? Absolutely. Before we had digital stuff online at all, people were emailing me and saying, hey, I, my name is so-and-so from Germany. Can you please mail me a, a CD? So I was mailing CDs over there, and then I, I'm, a little, I'm a slow learner, so I thought, oh, we should probably put this on iTunes and put this on the internet so people could download it <laughs> so that was like 2008 or yeah nine. yeah mm -hmm. it was two th that was around probably 2010 when okay. the first album came out because we were a band for a few years before we were able yeah. to get in and make a record and um it actually got uploaded illegally to the internet and then got downloaded a bunch of times and that's how people found out about us it kind of um took off from there i think i went online and I asked a guy, how did you hear about us, who was from Russia? And he said, I, I downloaded your album from this site, and I went on there, and 10,000 people had downloaded it. And it was crazy, because at the time, I mean, we were we hadn't really toured that much. We hadn't mm -hmm. done anything, so. It's funny how that works. Like, in this instance, piracy is kind of awesome, because you're like, exactly. oh, wow, 10,000 yeah. <laughs> people have downloaded our music. And exactly. then if you actually, you know flash forward some years or something, you probably wouldn't be happy about that. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad that they still supported us and still came out. Mm -hmm. yeah. And a lot of those same people bought our records when they were able to, and I sent them over there. And, and the relationships are still going strong? Absolutely. All those years later. Some of those guys I met when I was in Germany. I'm still talking to them about when we're going to go cool. back. <laughs> and you're on your fifth album now. Mm -hmm. yeah. And are you still independent, or are you working with a label? or Our... Mm -hmm. Last record that we just put out was independent, and okay. the two records before that were on a live natural sound out of California. That's a cool so, label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Movements are 
second record that we recorded independently, that was put out on Cosmic Artifacts Records out of Germany. Okay. So. Yeah, I've heard of a lot of natural sounds through, um, well, through you guys, and um, Radio Moscow, mm, I think. Yeah, um, friends of ours, they're good. Handsome good Jack. Guys. Oh, yeah, all well. good bands, all good bands. Yeah. We got lucky to get on that uh, uh, label with a lot of good bands. Yeah, so, well, yeah, it the made catalog's, sense. like, really good. We were big That's fans a, of the roster before yeah. we got on the label, so it was kind of, we happened to, I met Parker from Radio Moscow when he played here, and um, a few months later we were on tour with them. And oh, cool. That kind of turned into us meeting Patrick from the label and, nice. and our friends Lee Baines and uh, oh, the yeah. Glory Fires. Are they with them as well? They were at the mm -hmm. time, and so it kind of just became a circle of friends that yeah. we had. And they're down in Alabama, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Birmingham. Cool. But it, the the label itself is in California? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. In, so uh, when you talk to these California guys, what's their opinion of, um, you know, the state of Americano or just southern music maybe, you know, being from Memphis? What was their opinion of you guys when they sort of connected with you? The reaction out there is great mm -hmm. every time we played on well, the West good. Coast. Yeah, San Diego and Los Angeles and just California in general. Yeah, it's just people out there are, there's a lot of crate diggers and people that listen to records out there mm -hmm. there's people that are into deep music and, yeah um i think since they don't have a lot of the same cultural flavors out there i think it stands out more when you play yeah there. that makes sense so you would encourage anyone watching who's from the south or the east to get out there Absol and tour around oh yeah, absolutely sure. oh yeah. yeah it was it's completely worth it and i think a lot of people are scared to do it because there's that drive across the desert that's two days to make it yeah but it re and everything's spread out but it's really worth it it's uh it's great experience out there and people are really receptive to southern music it's cool is there like a favorite place that you guys have out there hmm. i don't know there's so many great venues yeah, yeah. gosh i know we played elbow room in san francisco that was a great club the oh that was oh, absolutely yeah. fun yeah. okay cool um, so so when you guys are recording in memphis um you know, is there a specific studio that you guys like to work at? Or or are you even recording in Memphis? Where's your recording done? We've recorded every album in Memphis. Okay. And there's been times when we talked about going other places. But Memphis has great studios and it has great engineers and great producers and people that make music here are, are we've always found another studio to record at and people to work with that we can get kind of a fresh take on it. Mm -hmm. And uh we're make we're going in to make another record coming up here soon, so we'll have to figure that out. But it'll still be Memphis, a Memphis record. Yeah, <laughs> cool. So. so you've worked at what'd you say? Like Arden, yeah, um, Sam, Sam Phillips. Phillips. Mm -hmm. um, we were our first uh, album was recorded uh, in the High Tone, huh. uh, the old one uh, across from Overton Park. Yeah, when it was still on a uh, Poplar, and uh, that was a fun experience. Um, just because we used the room, I guess, to get that. Yeah, it's kind of more like a live record. Get that live, yeah. you know, because we had more angst back in the day, so it was yeah. just more loud, you know, and roomy sounding. And and then uh, this, our movement sound we did with uh, your Doug Easley. Um, oh, cool. At his studio, which was an awesome experience. That so, was our first real studio experience. Yeah, our first real one. Honest, so. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I bet that was great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, so what else are you guys working on? We got a new record we're writing right now. Yeah. And uh, we're going on tour in March with uh, Brother Deej and Pentagram, and we'll be out for 
nine or ten days mm -hmm. and then come back and kind of just hustle on this record get it together probably do some more touring in the summer yeah, i think we have a few festivals lined up yeah sweet that's Lots great stuff lined up in the fall too mm -hmm. just trying to get that record yeah written so i'm kind of hunkering down on that right now it's tough to do absolutely further you get into it's like where yeah. are we going with this thing yeah <laughs> exactly but i mean people are listening uh you guys got placement on a netflix show recently right that was really good and it's helped it's really helped promote the band um, absolutely it was a song off white horse and it's really helped promote that album and the band in general so we're very thankful for that and that was good pills right mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah we played it's that good today. track i like that one thank you yeah what's the theme there that song is just sort of a commentary from a third-party perspective on just pills in America and the, the thin line between people that need them and people that take them for fun. You know? Yeah. And uh, no judgment, just that's the, the song just hit me. I had a lot of people in my life involved in those type of things, and yeah, it just struck me to write a song about it. I respect that. And just in general, your, your lyricism is very... Um, it's not just like love songs. There's mm -hmm. a lot of ex existential and uh, big thought, you know, big picture thought put into it. So I can definitely hear that. And it's, it's just cool. I don't know. You hear a lot of bands get up and it's just baby this. And <laughs> right. yeah. that, I got a few of those too. Yeah, I like to, those do, yeah we, we do have those. So. I like to mix it up. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm not the lyric writer. You know, I'll, <laughs> I'll let him do all the uh, in thought, you know, process. With, the, with your metal background, you just get up oh, there and you're goodness. like, baby. <laughs> Yeah. Excellent. Well, guys, I really appreciate you being here today at Diddy TV and uh, encourage the fans out there to go to your website at uh, dirtystreetsmusic.com. Cool. It's a website. Buy the albums, check them out, check the tour dates, and go Absolutely. see these guys live. Thank you. Yeah, thank, yeah. You. thank you very much. It, thank man. you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.